Matthew chapter number 1, we read of the wonderful announcement of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's not a greater announcement in the Word of God than what we have read this morning in Matthew chapter number 1 and verse number 25, and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. A birth that would make history, no doubt. A birth that would change the world. A birth that would change many lives forever. Was laid in a manger some over 2,000 years ago. And we, we pick up in verse number 21 of Matthew chapter 1. We find in this verse there is much assurance do we have and much assurance do we find in this verse number 21 that you and I can live on of today. It does not matter what life may bring tomorrow or life may bring five years from now or ten years from now. There's always to be hope and there's always sureness in verse number 21 of Matthew chapter number 1. There's hope right now for our children that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. There's that assurance in verse number 21 that there is a way for them to get saved, but it's by one man. It's not by many roads. It's not by many gospels, but it's one way. And the Bible said in verse number 21, and she shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Much sureness do we find in this verse for when we read this verse carefully, we find two times we read across the word shall. She shall bring forth a son. Notice here the bottom of that verse, and he shall save his people from their sins. What was spoken of in Genesis chapter number 3 in verse number 15, when Moses wrote these words, and I will put enmity between thee and the, and the, and the woman between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. What Moses wrote about in Genesis chapter 3 verse number 15 is now come to pass in Matthew chapter 1. We find here that the Bible said that the angel came to Joseph and said she's conceived of the Holy Ghost. I want to tell you this morning the virgin birth was prophesied back in Genesis chapter number 3. When we read and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed, notice here, and her seed. It was not the seed of a man and a woman, but it was only a woman. This morning, Jesus Christ is the sinless Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the world. He was conceived. Mary was conceived by the Holy Ghost. It did not take Joseph and Mary coming together to conceive mine and your Savior. 
but he was conceived by the Holy Ghost, placed into the womb of Mary. I do not understand it. Don't ask me to explain it. But I believe it all that Jesus Christ is the sinless, perfect Lamb of God born of a virgin, come for one reason, that is to save you and I from our sins. And we find here that what was spoken about in Genesis 3.15 has now come to pass in Matthew chapter number 1. What we read about in Isaiah chapter number 7 and verse number 14. When Isaiah prophesied, Therefore the Lord Himself shall give you a son. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. The seed in Genesis chapter number 3 verse 15 is in direct, is in direct relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. When we read across Isaiah 7 verse 14 and bear a son, that son is in direct relationship to the Son of God. And shall, here we read it again, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And shall call his name Emmanuel. We find here that Jesus Christ, there is much assurance. Do we receive in verse 21 of Matthew chapter 1? Where does our assurance come from? And she shall bring forth the Son and shall call His name Jesus. Well, I want to say this morning, our assurance does not come from Mary. But our assurance comes from one, and that is Jesus. When you and I read across verse number 21, and thou shalt call His name Jesus, that is the sweetest name that one can be called this morning, for it is interpreted a Savior. For she shall call His name a Savior. When she laid Him and wrapped Him in swollen clothes and bandages and laid Him in the manger, she looked upon her Savior. She looked upon the one that 33 and a half years later she would watch go up Calvary's hill and die on the cross of Calvary And the angel said, Mary and Joseph, you must. You've got to. There's no options. You're going to call Him Jesus interpreted a Savior. And Mary, right before her eyes, did she see her perfect Son, the Lamb of God, being slain before her very eyes. And she saw not her Son, but she saw her Savior there dying for her, dying for Joseph, but not just for them, but for the Bible says, and He shall save His people from their sins. I want to look this morning real quick on just the name of Jesus. What would Christmas be this morning if it was not for a name Jesus? I'm not talking about what some some call their babies Jose and that means Jesus. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the one that is worthy enough, the only one that is worthy enough to be called Jesus. And that is the Lord Himself, God wrapped in flesh, 
Jesus Christ here in verse number 21 is 100% man and 100% God. Let's look here in verse number 21 of our text. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. You think about Jesus this morning. Jesus. They sing a song, Jesus. What a wonderful name. I want us to think about Jesus this morning. For he shall save his people from their sins. When I think about Jesus, I no doubt that He is our hope. Our hope is in Jesus. Our help comes from Jesus. Our comfort is in Jesus. Our joy is in Jesus. Our strength is in Jesus. Our salvation is in Jesus. Our trust is in Jesus. So today, where would you be without Jesus? Men try to push Him away. Men try to avoid Him. The world tries to cover Him up. And I want to tell you, where would we be today as a church? Where would we be today as a child of God? Where would we be as a country if it was not for Jesus. I want to tell you where I would be today. It wouldn't be behind a pulpit preaching the Word of God or even sitting on a Baptist church pew. But if it was not for Jesus, I'd be lost and on my way to hell without God. But it's because of Jesus that's changed my life. And if you're saved this morning, it changed your life. And without Jesus, your life will never be changed. You can't turn over a new leaf. You can't throw your past away. But you got to meet Jesus and get saved by God's amazing grace. And He'll put your sins as far as the east is from the west. Never to be brought up again. Never to be mentioned again. I want to say today, if it was not for Jesus, you and I would not know what Christmas is all about. It's not about something that is under a tree but it's about someone that hung on a tree and died for my sin and given me the best gift of all that cannot be purchased on Amazon's website that cannot be brought to my front door but it has to be settled in my heart that only Jesus can give. A preacher can give it. A Sunday school teacher can't give it. A deacon can't give it. But it's given by God. The best gift of all comes from one name and that is Jesus. I'm going to ask you when you're in trouble, when you find yourself in a hard place in life, I've never found myself getting helped by the name of Buddha. I never find myself getting helped by the name of Allah. But you just got to mention the name Jesus. And if you're saved by God's amazing grace, His sweet spirit will fill your heart and you'll be uplifted above your storms. When the disciples was in trouble at sea, the winds was tossing them to and fro. 
Who did they go to? They went to Jesus. That man in Mark chapter 5 cutting himself in the, in the tombs bound with chains because no man could tame him when he wanted to get relief and help and changed. Where did he go to? He went to Jesus. That woman with the issue of blood that spent all she had but rather grew worse. Where did she go to? She went to Jesus. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying today, you and I need to run to Jesus. You and I need to run to Him because we're people in need of help. Jesus, who we know as the Eternal One, He has no beginning and He has no end. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the all-powerful one, the all-knowing one. But more so, we know Him as our Lord and Savior. Jesus, what a name. First of all, I want to look at this name, Jesus, in verse 21 of Matthew chapter 1, and I want to look just for a few moments at the power in His name. The power in His name. For Jesus said in John 14, 6, He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way. When you and I read this word, thou shalt call His name Jesus. In other words, they're setting forth a way that you and I should go. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the life. Notice here, notice here, Jesus is the true way to life everlasting. We find here, Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We notice here, if we go to Isaiah chapter number 9, In verse number 6, the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall, shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This verse here does not mean that Jesus' name is only wonderful. That Jesus' name is only counselor. It does not mean that Jesus' name is only mighty God. But in other words, it says His name shall be called wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. All of these are Jesus' At the same time, He is wonderful this morning. That word wonderful means it is above that which is ordinary, unique, and different. Jesus is wonderful. Jesus is the counselor. Jesus is the mighty God. Jesus is the everlasting Father. Jesus is the Prince of peace. Notice here, notice here this morning, we see what a wonderful counselor 
is Jesus. Jesus. Wonderful. That which is unique. That which is above that which is ordinary. Jesus said in John 6, 14, He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus this morning is the wonderful way. He is the way that you and I travel as a child of God that is above ordinary. That is a unique way and a different way from this world. Jesus this morning is a wonderful counselor of truth. Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth. He is a wonderful counselor of truth. Jesus said, I'm the way. Along the way, He never said it would be easy. But He said it is a narrow way. But along the way, Jesus is that wonderful counselor of truth. And Jesus, He is the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Along the way, along the way, He never said we would not have storms. Along the way, He never said we would not have battles and valley. But along this way, He is the wonderful counselor and the mighty God. I mean, He's the warrior. He's the one fighting our battle. He's the one that will get us through whatever life throws our way. Jesus, the power in His name. Jesus, the purpose of His name. In verse number 21 of Matthew chapter number Matthew chapter 1, verse number 21, and he shall call his name Jesus. Here's the purpose of his name, for he shall save his people from their sins. From their sins. That's the purpose of the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse number 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, the angel said. For he shall save his people from their sin. And here Luke writes in Acts chapter 4 verse 12, For there is no or none other name. You know what that name means? You know what that word, or you know what that, that word name is? What it means in the Greek? It means authority. Luke said there's not another authority given, given among men whereby we must be saved. There's not another religion that will save a man's soul. It's only one authority, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. So when the angel announced, thou shalt call his name Jesus, it speaks of one's authority. He is the only one that has authority to be entitled a Savior. Notice here we read Romans chapter number 6 and verse number Romans 6 verse 23 the purpose of His name for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It comes in a name. For the purpose of His name is to redeem and to restore 
sinners. The purpose of His name is that it should be preached above all. You know this morning why some people never get help in a Baptist church? Why people in a congregation never get help? Because Jesus is never preached. I want to say this morning, if I tell you about my life, it'll bore you to death. If I get up here and just mourn about my life and tell you stories about my life, it'll never help you as a Christian. But if I get up here and start telling you something about Jesus, and I start telling you something about Jesus' life and what He did, what He did for mine and for your sake, what He did for people in this Word of God time and time again, I want to tell you this morning, that's where you and I get help from. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, in verse number nine, 5, it says, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. The purpose of His name is for Him to redeem His people. The purpose of His name should be preached all the time. Above all, above all, preach the name of Jesus. Not only do we see the power in His name, not only do we see the purpose of His name, but the presence of His name. Go down with me to verse number 23 of Matthew chapter number 1. The Bible said, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth the son. Thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. God with us. What better name than the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Emmanuel. God with us, Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. John 14, 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. This morning, He is still Emmanuel. Nothing's changed Nothing's changed. Our world, may, our world may have changed, but can I tell you, His name has not changed. He is still Emmanuel. He is still God with us. Even during the valleys of our life, even during the storms of our life, His name is Emmanuel, God with us. You think about it, Isaiah said his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Then in Isaiah 7, 14, it said his name shall be called Emmanuel. That's what we read first. Isaiah 7, 14, we read it first. His name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. Then when we flip over a few pages to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, God gave Isaiah some new revelation about the Lord. Not only Isaiah is he going to be called Emmanuel, God with us, but Isaiah, he's going to be much more. He's going to be called Wonderful. He is going to be called Counselor. Isaiah, he's going to be called the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. What do you mean, preacher? Isaiah wrote it first. His name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. 
But Isaiah, he's going to be wonderful. The wonderful is going to be with you. The counselor is going to be with you. The mighty God, Isaiah's never going to leave your side. He's going to be there. The everlasting Father, when men turn their back on you, when all hell comes against you, Isaiah, the everlasting Father is Emmanuel, God with us. Isaiah, when you feel like, when you feel like old darts of, old darts are coming against you, Isaiah, when you feel like quitting, Isaiah, when you feel like there is no hope, remember, his name is Emmanuel, God with us, and he is the Prince of peace. Isaiah, you ain't got to worry about nothing. We ain't got to worry about nothing for His name is Emmanuel, God with us. The wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace is with us. Lastly, the praise of His name. The praise of His name. In Luke's Gospel, the second chapter, we read of the announcement of the Lord Jesus Christ in verse number 13. The Bible said, and suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. When they said His name shall be called Jesus, a heavenly host, a multitude of heavenly hosts began praising God. They was praising the name of God, Jesus interpreted a Savior. They was praising wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Priest. They was praising Emmanuel. What better, what better thing is there for you and I to do this morning? What better thing is there for you and I to do this Christmas season than to praise His name? Because without Jesus, there is no Christmas. You go, you go, you may not go in stores, but you go all around and it says Xmas. I want to tell you this morning, it is still Christmas. Because you take Christ out of Christmas, you'll never know what Christmas is all about. For it's in the name of Jesus Christ. For His name shall be called Jesus. A Savior. A Savior. I've got a friend in Jesus. I've got a father in Jesus. But more so this morning, I've got a counselor in Jesus. I've got comfort in Jesus. But more so, I've got a Savior And His name's Jesus. Praising His name. Psalms 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Psalms chapter 145 verse number 2 says, Every day, every day will I bless Thee, and I will praise, I will praise Thy name forever and ever. Think about it this morning. Where would you be if it wasn't for that wonderful name 
of Jesus. As we're standing this morning all over God's church.